everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes a Goal podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada, to learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results. I'm your host, John Acup, and today I'm going to teach you the three keys to bravery. Doesn't that sound exciting? Doesn't that sound like the kind of episode you'd think, I am going to listen to that one. Okay, but first, here's a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode. Every year, I set crazy big goals, and every year, there's one productivity tool that I use to help me reach them, the Finish Calendar. I've been using it for over a decade, and it's helped me crush goals like running a thousand miles in a year, growing my business, and writing a New York Times bestselling book. Thousands of people have bought them over the years too. Why? Because it works. It's not magic, it's science. Study after study has shown how important tracking your year is. But my favorite came from the University of Konstanz in Germany. They showed that when you track when and where you're going to work on something, you double your chances of success. Let me say that again, you double your chances of success. This calendar is massive, it's beautiful, it's motivational, and it comes in paper or dry erase. On top of all the other amazing features, you can choose to display it vertically or horizontally because this bad boy is also double-sided. If you've got a big goal or a lot of big goals, grab a Finish Calendar today at finishcalendar.com. Once again, that's finishcalendar.com. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Today is the first week in a three-part series about bravery. So let's start our discussion about bravery by answering two really simple questions. Number one, why talk about bravery? Like, why talk about that right now? Number two, what is bravery? To the first questions, like, why are we going to talk about bravery now? I'll give you three answers. And it's a good question. There are a lot of topics we could spend three episodes discussing together. We can talk about creativity. We can talk about character, wisdom, hustle, integrity. All of those are important. So why are we picking bravery right now? Reason number one, fear had a pretty good run. Let's just be honest right out of the gate. Fear kicked a lot of our butts a lot of the time over the last two or three years, didn't it? I mean, even if 2022 has been a solid year for you, like maybe you're looking back on the year and you're like, it was a pretty good year. Like 2019, 2020, 2021, like it was rough, but 2022 turned it around. Even if it's been a solid year for you, nobody listening to this right now would go, Yeah, there's less fear in our homes and our hearts right now than there's ever been before. Like people don't seem like driven by fear right now. Like, no, fear had a pretty good run. And I personally think it's enough already. I'm over it. I'm tired of fear. I'm ready for something else. Not only am I ready, I think there are some very simple things you and I can do to even the score a bit. Forget even the score. I think it's time to take back some territory that we lost to fear in the last few years. It's time to rally, if you will. That's reason number one, we should focus on bravery right now. Reason number two, bravery is the only thing every successful person has in common. Let me say that again. Bravery is the only thing every successful person has in common. In the last 10 years, because of the nature of my job, I've had the chance to spend time with some incredibly successful people. Why? Well, I write business books, and then I go talk to businesses about them, which means I get to interact with CEOs and business leaders at companies like Range Rover, Comedy Central, FedEx, Nissan, Nokia, Walmart, and dozens of others. In fact, as a speaker... I get to sit in 50 of the best classrooms around the world every year, and if I pay attention, I get to learn a whole lot. 
from a tip that a man in Athens, Greece gave me about global markets to a lesson a billionaire told me about serving others. If I pay attention, I get an annual PhD from successful people. When I started to look at public speaking that way, it changed how everything happened for me. I was able to go, wow, I'm going to teach a lot in this moment, but if I'll pay attention, I also get to learn a ton by all these smart people that are here. So over the last decade, I've noticed something surprising. Bravery is the only thing that successful people have in common. It's not intelligence. It's not innovation. It's not artistry. It's not vision. Those are all important. They are. But none of them matter if you're not brave. Bravery is the skill that unlocks every other. Let me say that again because it felt very tweetable coming out of my mouth. Bravery is the skill that unlocks every other. Intelligence without bravery is a wasted gift. Innovation without bravery never sees the light of day. Artistry without bravery is a secret no one knows about but the artist. There are some amazing people with amazing books listening to this right now, and the book is stuck on their laptop. No one will ever get to see it unless they're brave. There are some sculptors with amazing sculptures in their garage that no one will ever get to see unless they're brave. Painters that have paintings in closets. Vision without bravery never takes even the first step of the journey. Bravery matters most. So I've got two reasons we need bravery after the year we had. That's number one. And it matters. Bravery matters. Which brings us to our third reason we're talking about it. Reason number three, you can learn bravery. You can learn it. Bravery is a skill anyone can learn. This is amazing news if you're like me and you're not naturally brave. I'm not a naturally brave person. I run hot. If most people's stress meters go up to a 10, mine goes up to 1,000. But then I realized that the most successful people I know were brave and I got curious and I asked myself an important question. Can I learn bravery? Is that something that I can learn? And I've spent the last year researching that question because I wanted to be braver in my own life. That's always how my books start out, by the way. I wrote this book, Do Over, because I went through a big career transition and I needed to learn how to really navigate it well. I knew it wasn't going to be the last do-over moment I had in my life, so I started to study and get curious about what does it take to really navigate a do-over. I wrote this book, Finish, because I was a perfectionist and I wanted to see if I could transition from being a chronic starter into a consistent finisher. I had all these half-finished projects, all these half-finished notebooks, all these half-finished exercise plans. I was tired of being a chronic starter, and I wondered, can I learn how to be a consistent finisher? I wrote soundtracks because I was an overthinker, and I wanted to see if I could figure out how to build a winning mindset. Can I figure out how to take all that overthinking and turn it from a super problem into a superpower? That's always how my books start. And so I decided, okay, I want to be braver in my own life. Three years from now, I'm going to release a book about bravery. That's one of the projects I'm working on right now. It'll come out in three years, but I didn't want you to wait that long. That's why I'm talking about bravery for the next few weeks. We need it. Successful people always have it, and anyone can learn it. So what is bravery? Great question. Bravery, in my opinion, here's a few definitions I like to use. Bravery is motion despite emotion. You move forward despite what your feelings might be telling you. It's motion despite emotion. Bravery is faith despite fear. You can't see the end result yet. You can't see the finish line. You can't see the product launched. You can't see 
exactly where you're going, but you have faith about where you're headed. Bravery is action despite apprehension. Action despite apprehension. Now, those are all despite definitions, but there are some other good definitions that don't have the word despite in them. Here's one. Bravery is long-term success in the face of short-term stress. Bravery is taking small steps toward big goals. Bravery is putting miles between you and your desire to quit. That's a question I always ask teams. How quick is your quit? How quick is your quit? That is, how fast do you go from, I'm doing this thing, to, ugh, I quit, I give up. It always reminds me of how I used to be when a flight would get delayed when I was traveling. I would go from, things are going pretty well, to, what am I even doing with my life? Like, I would go from, things are okay, to questioning every decision I've ever made in my entire life when my flight would get delayed or canceled. Like, ugh, what am I doing? What am I doing? My quit was too quick. Now, I'm learning how to put miles between me and the quit. Another definition of bravery is it being calm in the face of chaos. Those are all good definitions, but I'm curious how you would define it. That, that's a little bit of podcast homework. I don't know if you're supposed to have homework when you listen to a podcast, but I'm curious, how would you define bravery? What does bravery mean to you? Like, think through that. Why not answer that question? You could say, brave means that I start my business. Or bravery means that I go back to the gym after a long absence. Bravery means I launch a podcast. Bravery means I ask that person out. You could say bravery means that I reach out to my teenage son, even though he's in an incredibly sullen stage and hard to be around. Like, I'm not going to let him shut me down with four short word answers. Like, fine, everyone was there. No one was there. I don't know. You're going to keep engaging. That's a form of parent bravery. It can be anything. I just want you to think about that. What does brave mean to you? It can be defined in a million different ways, but I think there are three keys you always need in order to master bravery. Three keys that make it so much easier to be brave. So let's talk about them. Key number one, goals. You need goals. If you don't have goals, you will never be brave. That is the the simple truth. Why would you? It's challenging to be brave. It's uncomfortable. It causes you to stretch and grow. You have to do things you don't want to do. You have to make sacrifices. You have to say no to good things. You have to be patient. You have to do a million difficult things. And all of that sucks. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to have growing pains. I don't want to do things that I don't want to do. I don't want to make sacrifices. I don't want to be patient. I don't want to pay any of the price that bravery requires. But, dot, 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 I have goals. I have big, beautiful, sexy goals. I have goals I'm in love with. Goals that get me out of the bed early in the morning. Goals that keep me grinding. Goals that I can't stop talking about or thinking about or working on. No one is brave just because. Let me say that again. No one is brave just because. That would be dumb. Bravery is easier when you're pursuing a goal that matters. I would rather watch YouTube videos than write some days. But oh, I want to hold a finished book in my hand, so I have to be brave enough to focus. I would rather stay the same and never have to change. I don't, I don't love change, but if I want to reach new levels, I need to learn new skills, so I better be brave. I'd rather not have delayed flights and lost luggage and navigate confusing, loud airports, but oh, I want to speak on stages. So if I had to walk 
the whole way to the event, I would do that. In fact, tomorrow I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to catch a flight and I'm going to be smiling because of what I get to do when I land. Desire leads to bravery. So let me ask you a tough question. What do you want? What's a goal you're interested in? You don't have to tell me, but you better tell yourself. And don't play small. What's something big you want to accomplish? For instance, I, I want to sell a million books in my career. I want to write a book a year for the next 20 years. I want to speak on the biggest stages in the world. I want to have a wonderful relationship with my kids. I want Jenny and I, my wife, to have enough money to buy a motor lodge in a few years and run that while I'm writing. Completely different off-the-wall goal, but that's a real goal we're talking about right now. I'm not a brave person by nature, but the more time I spend on my goals, the more I realize they will each require me to be brave. Bravery is the only thing every successful goal has in common. Every goal takes bravery, but the good news is that every goal inspires bravery. So that's the first key. The first key to bravery is a goal. So why don't you think through that? Write down a few goals. They can be any size. You could say, I want to write a book. You could say, I want to move to Colorado. You could say, I want to lose three pounds. You could say, I want to return that phone call. You know the one, like that call you've been putting off. You could say, I want to clean out the garage. Just write down a couple goals because the first key to bravery is a goal. The second key is curiosity. Key number two, curiosity. The interesting thing about bravery is that it's very personal. Bravery is one size fits you, not one size fits all. What's brave for me won't be brave for you and vice versa. 10 years ago, I used to hold a free event called the 5 a.m. club. At 5 a.m., dozens of people would meet me at a conference center and I'd teach a free idea. It was this really fun, really early moment where we all got to encourage each other and challenge each other. And one morning, I asked people to stand up and share something they'd done that they were proud of, something frightening that they pushed through, something that they had done and conquered that week. And so people started to stand up and share moments. And I'll never forget, one woman stood up and she said that recently she had driven over a bridge and that was really brave for her. I was really encouraged that she shared that because it gave other people in the room permission to not hold back. It also taught me how personal bravery is. I drive over bridges all the time without even thinking about it. Bridges aren't a brave moment for me. I am amazing at bridges. People talk about that. They're like, Johnny, you such a good bridge driver. They don't say that. It doesn't mean that I'm braver than that woman. It just means that my fears are different than hers. Paperwork, on the other hand, paperwork is a brave moment for me. Paperwork in any form, in any sector of my life, skyrockets my heart rate. You would think that I had been audited 1,000 times by the IRS for how I react to paperwork, but, but I, it's true. Like Just the other day, I got a little sweaty filling out the application for my youngest daughter's summer camp. I immediately felt like I was on, the, on this tightrope, like, whoa, don't, don't click the wrong box. What happens? Now, if you're great at paperwork, like right now, you're probably laughing. You're like, what? What's the big deal? It's just paperwork, right? But bravery is personal. Each person's brave moments are different. Public speaking terrifies a lot of people. I, on the other hand, love doing it. It's my favorite thing in the world. I spoke to 3,000 people on an event last week, and it was the best. I'd do it again tomorrow if they let me. The only way that you can start to identify your brave moments is if you're curious. Curiosity is one of the keys to bravery. Most people aren't curious about themselves. Sometimes, it's because they're running so quickly through life, the day is so packed that they never feel like they have a chance to pause and say, wait a second, what was that all about? 
what, what, what was that? And if they don't do that, you don't ever get a chance to learn about yourself. So I want you to ask three questions. Here's the three questions I want you to ask. Number one, when was the last time I felt afraid? First question, when was the last time I felt afraid? Second question, what was really going on? Third question, what could I do differently next time? Those questions help you pull the thread. That's a phrase I like to use, like pull the thread. Let's figure out the thought behind the thought behind the thought. The last time that I was afraid was yesterday. I wish it was like a hundred years ago, but that would be very dishonest. I felt stressed when I was looking at all the tasks that I wanted to get done for the week. So what was really going on? Well, I think I was putting impossible expectations on the week. I think I was trying to shove too many actions, too many goals, too many activities into my week. I tend to do that. First question, what was really going on? I was probably overfilling the week if I reflect on it. Number two, what could I do differently? There are a few things. I could plan my next week on Friday afternoon instead of Sunday. Just being a little curious taught me that Sunday afternoon is one of my more stressful times of the week. I know that. I've known that for years. So why am I planning my next week during a stressful time? Wouldn't it be better if I plan it on Friday? There's, there's a bonus idea for you. What if you ask that question? What are the most stressful days in your week or the most stressful moments? You can't say every day because that's not true. Is it Monday morning? Is it Tuesday night because both kids have sports and you have to juggle a million family commitments? Is it Saturday because you like to be busy and big stretches of unplanned time stress you out? That's one for me. Get curious about your life. When you're curious, you develop self-awareness, which is a superpower all its own. If you're not self-aware, you can't have real relationships, succeed at work, stay in shape, or accomplish any other goal in your life that matters. How could you? Without self-awareness, you don't have an accurate picture of reality. You need self-awareness, and that starts with curiosity, which is the second key to bravery. The third key is practice. Bravery is more muscle than magic. Bravery is more muscle than magic. It takes practice. Here's what's interesting, though. You're either practicing bravery or you're practicing fear. You're always practicing something. I have a, a friend who has two kids, two little boys, and whenever we hang out with them and one of her kids says, hey, mom, she responds by saying, what's wrong? And that's such a subtle way to practice fear. Instead of saying, what do you need? Or yes, she automatically establishes that if a kid is calling her name, there's trouble. Can you see how that sets a tone? How that creates an atmosphere? She's practicing fear. When you watch the news, you're practicing fear. When you scroll through political tweets, you're practicing fear. When you read angry Facebook posts, you're practicing fear. How do I know? Well, do you feel braver after doing any of those activities? Do you feel better about the future? Do you feel more hopeful? I bet I know the answer. Not, not because I'm smart, but because that's what the research says. You see, it's not a question of whether or not your brain will be shaped by the thoughts you have. It's a question of whether they'll be the thoughts you want to have. Usually, we allow negative thoughts to shape us. There's this professor named Dr. Jack Haskins at the University of Tennessee. He conducted a 12-year study on the media's effect on how people think. During the study, he played negative news for five minutes over the radio for the participants. The listeners reported being, number one, more depressed than before. Number two, they believed the world was a negative place. Number three, they were less likely to help others. And number four, they began to believe what they heard would soon happen to them. From five minutes of exposure to negative news, depression, 
believed the world was a negative place, they were less likely to help others, and they thought the problems they saw in the news were about to happen to them. That was five minutes. So let's just be honest. Who here has ever only used Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, the news for five minutes? Raise your hand wherever you are right now, in a car, listening at the gym, making dinner. If you've got a five-minute limit on your phone and once you're exposed to five minutes of negative tweets, you shut it off. I don't. I, I wish I did. That study really surprised me. And here's what you need to remember. There's no neutral when it comes to mindset. You're either going to have a positive winning mindset that pushes you to bravery and higher levels of achievement, or you're going to have a negative passive mindset that condemns you to fear and never living up to your full potential. You have to practice bravery. How? Well, here's a simple activity you can do. Take out your calendar for the next seven days and ask this question. Where do I want to be brave this week? Where do I want to be brave this week? I looked at my own calendar and here's what I came up with the week that I wrote this content. The first thing was I was interviewing Patrick Lencioni, who's a really successful author. And I was interviewing him for this podcast. The episode's already up. You can listen to it. And I wanted to be brave. What does that, what does that mean? It means asking great questions, not trying to impress him with my accomplishments. I catch myself doing that sometimes when I feel insecure around successful people. I casually try to mention like, yeah, but New York Times bestselling, whatever, no big, no big deal. And then it ruins the flow of the conversation. So as I looked ahead at the week, I was like, oh, I've got that Patrick Lencioni interview coming up. How do I want that to go? I need to practice bravery. Second thing I looked at, I was turning in the manuscript of my new book. I had a new book I was working on. It was a big project, lots of pressure, and I definitely wanted to be brave. Third thing I saw coming up, I wrote this episode right before we went away with some friends for the weekend. Now, when I'm uncomfortable or bored in social situations, I tend to get very sarcastic, which this is going to surprise you. It's not my wife's favorite thing. Really not. So I decided that I was going to practice some bravery that weekend and stay focused on the conversation with my friends. Now, those are three very different situations, but that's the fun thing about bravery. You can apply it to anything. Those are three moments where I can practice being brave. What does practice look like in the first one? It looks like not sharing my resume as a way to impress Patrick Lencioni. Sometimes practicing bravery means you don't do something. In the second situation, with the proposal and the email, it looks like for me being brave is sending the email. That's what it is. Send the email, not quadrupling check, like quadruple checking every detail and like making sure and reread it. Like it was ready. I was done. And it means actually hitting send on that email. The third situation, what did bravery look like? It looked like coming up with a new soundtrack before we went out of town with our friends for the weekend. I came up with be present, not perfect. Be present, not perfect. I wasn't auditioning for something. I was just hanging out with friends. There was no need to put this pressure of perfect on the weekend. I needed to focus on being present, not perfect. Here's the thing. It takes time to get better at bravery. It's not something that happens overnight as if one morning you wake up and you're suddenly brave. It takes practice, but I promise you, If you find three opportunities to practice this week, you'll be braver this week than you were last week. That's just the law of repetition. You get better at anything you practice. So we're going to practice bravery. That's it. Just identify one to three moments where you want to be brave and then figure out what you're going to do. Now we covered a ton today. Three different things, three different keys when it comes to bravery. Remember the first one? We said, okay, we we need some goals. 
I need to have some goals if I'm actually going to practice being brave. If I'm really going to be brave, I need some goals. Second key, curiosity. How do I be curious? And the third key, practice. Three different keys that'll help you be braver this week. I can't wait to share the second week with you. In the next week, I'm going to teach you about a bravery toolbox. And in the third week, I'll share soundtracks that make it easier to be brave. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll put any links in the show notes as always. And thank you for reviewing my podcast. Here's one I really liked from Beach Girl 317. This is the most recent review I saw. She said, John's podcast seemed like a light, goofy, occasional listen, something to passively listen to while running errands or tidying. But when I look back over the past two years, I realized that the ideas and actions that I've incorporated the most in my life are all from John and his guests. Inspiring, truthful, personal, and funny. I'm a steadfast listener now, often replaying episodes multiple times to catch it all. Highly recommend. Thank you so much for writing that, Beach Girl 317. I have no problem with people kind of starting this and being like, mm, it's light, it's goofy, occasional. Listen, and then you look up, it's two years later, and you're braver. You look up, it's two years later, and you're you're using some tip about creativity from somebody else. You look up. And you're feeling a different way about the challenges you have because of Eric Thomas or one of my other guests. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's exactly what I want the podcast to be. So please make sure you subscribe or follow and keep those reviews coming. I really appreciate them. I'll be back next week. And remember, all it takes is a goal. And don't forget to pick up your copy of The Finish Calendar. Brand new, massive, beautiful, double-sided, vertically or horizontally, paper or dry erase at finishcalendar.com. Once again, that's finishcalendar.com. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast.